I call this meeting to order at 5.30 green. Clerk, can you please take roll call for attendance? Yes, on the call of the roll, um, Commissioner Adair. Present. Adair is present. Commissioner Cisneros. Present. Cisneros is present. Commissioner Lampkins. Present. Lampkins is present. Commissioner Wong. Present. Mr. Wong is present. Mr. Wong. Mr. President and Chair, I'm sorry. Present. Sorry, is President Chair, you have a quorum. Is there any discussion? Oh, we don't do that. Oh, okay. Clerk, can you please call item number two? Yes, item number two is communications. Oh, I, I see what you were asking. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why that's there. Okay. The, oh, there's any options. Just a quick question. <laughs> okay, um, item number two is communications. The minutes will reflect the commission's housing, recreation, and transit committee participate in this meeting in person with remote access for actually no longer for remote access. Um, the commission recognizes that the pub that public access to city services is essential and invites public participation in the following ways. First, public comment will be available on each action item on this agenda. Comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available in person via here in the room. Um, if you're listening via WebEx, um, we listening to the discussion, but uh, public comment is no longer available to the WebEx or virtual or remote access. Um, alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. You can email them to commission.bhc1.sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to commissioners and will be included as a part of the official file. You may also send your written comments via U.S. Postal Service uh, to our office at in City Hall at Dr. 1 Dr. Carlton B. Good Place, room 345, San Francisco, California, and 4102, Chair Communications. Thank you. Clerk, can you please call item number three? Yes, item number three is approval of the agenda. Commissioners, take this time to look over today's agenda. Can I have a motion to approve today's agenda? Motion to approve today's agenda. Can I have a second? Uh, moved by Commissioner Adair, seconded by Commissioner Wong. Uh, is there any discussion? Is there any public comment? Uh, Chair, you have no public comment. Clerk, can you please call the roll? Yes, on the uh, approval of the agenda, Commissioner Adair. Aye. Adair, aye. Commissioner Cisneros. Aye. Cisneros, aye. Commissioner Lankins. Aye. Lankins, aye. Commissioner Wong. Aye. Wong, aye. Commissioner Wong. Aye. Wong, aye. And Chair, I'm sorry. Sorry, aye. And each of them, please. But can you please call item number four? Yes, item number four is approval of the minutes from the November 13th, 2019 meeting. Commissioner, you take this time to look over the minutes. Can I have a motion to approve these minutes? Moved by Commissioner Wong, seconded by Commissioner Fong. Is there any discussion? Is there any public comment? Uh, Chair, you have public comment. Clerk, can you please call the roll? Yes, on the roll for the minutes. Um, on the vote for the minutes, Commissioner Adair. Adair, aye. Commissioner Cisneros. Aye. Cisneros, aye. Commissioner Lemkins. Aye. Lemkins, aye. Commissioner Wong. Aye. Wong, aye. Vice Chair Fong. Aye. Uh, I and Sharon. Hi. Yes, item number five is public comment on matters not on today's agenda. Um, that's still under the jurisdiction of the Youth Commission's uh, Housing Organization Transit Committee. Uh, members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this matter should uh, stay at the front of the line. Chair, you have to have public comment. Thank you. Public comment is now closed. Clerk, can you please call item number six? Yes. Um, item six is committee business. Um, three resolutions. Okay, 
Okay, so we're going to read through the resolutions and then talk about any changes we want to make and then read through it one more time. So starting with the Valencia Street. It's the last resolution. Resolution urging SFMT to install a curbside protected bike lanes or pedestrianized Valencia Street between 15th and Caesar Chavez Street to reduce traffic fatalities and increase public safety. Whereas curbside protected bike lanes will result in more bike lanes, less car traffic, less vehicle related death, and environmentally friendly and economic people having more safety and care. Whereas the London Safety Street is erected late in late 2018 for the SFMTE to install protected bike lanes on Valencia Street between Market and 15th Street and. Whereas the SFMTE is proposed design for the protected center cycle track on Valencia Street, which included the removal of several parking spaces and the center median, was approved by the Board of Supervisors and began to be implemented and. Whereas the center bike lane on Valencia Street received substantial disagreement from single transportation advocates and community with only 13% from among 618 respondents and. Whereas national and federal government organizations like NACTO and the Federal Highway Administration advised against center cycle tracks on the streets of Valencia, providing safety risks and. Whereas, since its implementation, several crashes and injuries have happened as a result of the center beltway and the confusion it causes drivers and people on bikes to have, including an instance in October 2023 where a person on a scooter was sent to the hospital after being hit by a driver making a U-turn through the center beltway. And, whereas curbside protected bike lanes have proven to be safer as they were installed between Market and 15th Street resulted in a 99% increase in mid-block vehicle biking methods. 100% reduction in close calls or near door incidents, according to SFMTA's final evaluation of the project in 2020. And whereas the implementation of the center bikeway is contradictory to the city's Vision Zero program, that stress provide the public with safe streets because the center bikeway is dangerous only for bikers but also to pedestrians. Whereas building curbside protected bike lanes aligns with San Francisco's transit first policy, climate action plan. Vision Zero goals and sustainable load share goals. And whereas a study done by the University of Colorado Denver showed that an increase in bikers and biker safe infrastructure, such as protected bike lanes, lead to a drop in vehicle crash rates, specifically addressed a decrease of 49% as much as their hand. Whereas a separate bikeway has inadvertently transformed into a bike highway with many cyclists and scooters bypassing local businesses, thus negatively impacting these businesses and a local. Whereas the negative impacts on local businesses and the safety of road users require an urgent response from the SFMTA to either pedestrianize Valencia or install curbside protected bike lanes. And whereas pedestrianized streets have been proven to stimulate local economies by attracting increased foot traffic to businesses, creating a more inviting atmosphere for shoppers and diners, and promoting a sense of community engagement and Developing information the mayor, the supervisors, and SFMTA to replace the center right way and install curbside protected bike lanes on Valencia between 15th and 19th Street and update the 2020 design for 19th to Caesar Chavez or pedestrianized street, restricting it to people, restricting it to people walking, biking, commercial deliveries, and local residents. So. Now we can talk about anything that we want to change. Um, I think we should clarify what NACCO is. I think that's all we would make. NACCO. Clarify that one. I think you said you wanted to make the first line stronger. Yeah. Or just like the type. Be the resolution. But other than that, I think content is fine. But not sure. I also know this is something that we did last year. It's just like as our final result clause, we like list the organizations that we're sending this to. So like board of supervisors, SMTA, um, mayor, and if there are any other like community orgs that you know have been not advocating for this to be also. 
Maybe we're gonna be like urgent to install in place of center right Yeah, urging to to replace to to install curves but to to replace um the center bike center by, by installing? Yeah, by installing. But maybe like replace it the center bike plate and then do the Valencia Valencia Street curves. You can save it out. Wait, what do you think? To like um, place the center bike lane on Valencia Street between 15th and Cesar Chavez and then and install the site protected. So that makes you an ass very complicated. Okay. Wait. So replace center bike lanes with curbside protected. We still want to have the language about potential pedestrianization. Or do we do we want our ass to be more? Because I think that when I was talking to our presentation, he said he would really like to see pedestrianized Valencia. Mm -hmm. um, yes. But at the same time, like in terms of feasibility, one thing else. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because I, I, this is really about like pedestrianizing mm -hmm. Valencia. I feel like we should, we could make that like a a different. You do both. Yeah. But the pedestrianization would take years. That's what they would say. So they don't have any plans. Or they don't have any pedestrians. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We also don't talk about it at all. The resolution is kind of you. You mentioned like at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah. <laughs> or pedestrianization. Yeah. Which not going to happen right now. Um, yeah, okay, so resolution urging SFMTA to replace the center bikeway on Valencia Street between 15th and Cesar Chavez Street by installing yeah. curbside protected bike lanes. Maybe it would be and installing, right? Oh, yeah, okay. and installing curbside protected bike lanes. Resolution urging. SFMTA to replace. replace the center bikeway on Valencia Street between 15th and Cesar Chavez Street and replace it with curbside protected bike lanes to, and then to reduce traffic fatalities and increase public safety. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're taking out the pedestrianization in the middle, then I think we should. Oh, take that take out of the, the, the result? Yeah. Okay. And, the, and the last warehouse box. Oh, yeah, yeah. So are we taking, taking which part So we're going to take out this last result. I mean, we're, um, I the mean, last section of the result. And it says where it says or pedestrianize the street. So you're taking out the pedestrianized part. Mm -hmm. Not and then the last whereas clause, because yeah. that is just about the question. So in the second to last whereas clause, we also say, or we also say to either pedestrianize. We should take urgent responsibility to, inst okay, just take out either pedestrianize Valencia or. So it's just to install curbside productive mm -hmm. Cool. Are we good? So should we wait till that till we like finish all of the resolutions to read them all, or should we read it right now? Um, I think as you there's the changes. I don't think we need to read it again. Okay. Basically, you only read it once. Um, so if the next ones, you want to do the just the same thing, and then um, but we can vote on this now okay. if you all are ready to move on to the mission. Yeah, I think so. So I'm going to be, can I have a motion to approve this resolution? A um, motion to do it just the wells. To no, 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 we're fine now. We can move it out of committee with one meeting. Okay. It's just a whole question. Motion to approve this resolution by Ms. Wells. Can I have a second? Second. Moved by Commissioner Wallace, seconded by Commissioner Lankins. Uh, Clerk, can you please call the roll? 
Resolution urging the mayor and board of supervisors to urge San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency (SFTA) board of directors to take immediate action on the internal red and see the statewide possibilities of recent traffic incidents and ongoing safety. Whereas the current permissibility of current contract at centralized intersections in San Francisco contributes to fatalities and occupied crosswalks, losing heightened danger for pedestrians, especially youthful years. Whereas studies have demonstrated, oh, oh, sorry, it's okay. <laughs> Whereas studies have demonstrated the adverse safety impacts of the long turns on red, including increased incidents of crashes involving pedestrians and cyclists with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, reporting a marked increase in crashes involving these groups and. Whereas the recent heart, heart trending, heart, I don't know why I use this word, incident at the intersection of King and Fourth Street, which led to the fatal degree of a four year old girl being pushed in. In a stroll by her parents, I would say urgent need for enhanced pedestrian safety measures in expenses going Whereas this intersection of King and Fourth Streets has served 12 collisions and 19 injuries between 2019 and 2023, including this recent fatality, indicates a significant safety concern that requires prompt attention and action. Whereas, Whereas no turn on red policies have demonstrated efficacy in reducing vehicle pedestrian and vehicle bicycle conflicts, thereby improving safety and comfort for pedestrians and are proven to reduce close calls between vehicles and pedestrians. Whereas Francisco currently employs NTOR approximately numbers and of all traffic signals with a comprehensive NTOR restriction in general and resulting in notable safety improvements and Whereas Maryland reads package of vision zero projects aimed at increasing street safety identified the need to analyze the possible Whereas implementation of NTOR in the general one saw positive outcomes with 93% motorist compliance, 80% reduction in close calls, and over 70% decrease in vehicles blocking or encroaching crosswalks during red light and. When red is proven to increase safety and improve pedestrian experience as evidenced by studies and successful implementation in San Francisco and other cities, such as New York, Cambridge, Massachusetts, and Washington. Whereas an MTS study in 2022 found that 20% of injury crashes involving pedestrians with people in San Francisco occurred at signalized intersections, emphasizing the need for enhanced safety measures and. Whereas Washington, D.C. District Transport, the District Department of Transportation's 2019 study focused 92% decrease in time drivers. Whereas the Governor's Highway Safety Association reported a 56% increase in those pedestrian fatalities for 2010 to underscoring the urgent need for effective safety measures in. Whereas other cities, including New York City, Cambridge, Washington, DC, have successfully implemented or citywide NTOR policies. Whereas NTO's authority to implement NTOR and direct installation of NTOR signs as required by state law. 
Whereas the Board of Supervisors passed the Assistance Resolution Number 48, 481-2 to be urged by MCA to continue to write and to signify the importance of the long-term Whereas the youth of San scale is future leaders and active members of the community deserve a safe and secure urban environment conducive to their health and mobility and resolved that the Board of Supervisors or this MTA board to adopt a comprehensive non-red that restricts hunting all on red, all signalized intersections across San Francisco to the greatest extent possible. Or the resolve of the board of urges the MCA. To develop and implement a plan to expand and implement no turn on road across from Scotia and set plan of the Board of Supervisors and the MTA board within 120 days. And but the resolve that the Board of Supervisors urges that urges the MTA board to adopt a policy requiring no turn on road restrictions to be added during updates or modifications that signalize intersections, including upcoming quick tool projects, speed reduction efforts, and future implementation of the active communities plan. And for the result that the Board of Supervisors urges. MTA in instances where state law resource constraints limit immediate statewide implementation of Nocturne Railroad to prioritize intersections, the hydro network for Nocturne Railroad restrictions, and further resolve that the Board of Supervisors urges MTA to include vulnerable communities, including communities of color, people with disabilities, youth, and seniors, to identify any additional intersections for prioritized Nocturne intersections. Now, are there yeah, we should add that. Yeah, also, um, just like grammatical stuff because some of the um, some of the clauses begin with lowercase and some of them begin with uppercase. So, I think we should change just so that it's all like okay. I think there are also some things, yeah, the last. Oh, and lost, yeah, I think we can be lower right. Yeah, but it's just weird when some of them are lower cases. One one three well. We want them to all be uppercase then. Yeah. Um, and then it will add at the very end another clause for the result that this reso resolution be sent to the mayor, supervisors, SFMTA, SFMTA board, right? Yeah. Yeah. Board of directors. Anybody else? Also, the organization, but it's not. Is it the Red Valencia? Is the one know. that's doing the yeah. turn on red? Because the um, one that's doing the turn on red. Because I know that the Valencia one was better Valencia. Um, it's just not open to the system. And TORSF. TORSF. I think that's good. Okay. For me, the whereas clause for the other cities, including New York City, Cambridge, and Washington, D.C., I think that one's kind of repetitive. I'll just take one of them. Yeah. Um, I think we take that from the one on the second stage. Yeah, yeah. Just other cities. Okay. Should we also mention that nothing has been done yet since Supervisor Dean Preston passed the resolutions? I don't know if that would be at all. Other cities, including New York City, I've heard that one's kind of exist. That's another one. You want to take it? Oh, no, I was talking about what other orgs. Oh, what other orgs are you listening? I don't know. Do we want to get the bikers on this? I said microphone. Oh, yeah. I think they might would probably support, I would say. The bikers' lives. Should we do? Then the walkers. Okay. I think all the, all, honestly, all the other organizations we had in the last resolution might be useful for this one as well. That's it's like walkers. Walkers. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, for the rest of them. Further resolve that this resolution be sent to the mayor and the board of directors 
No turn on red SF. Walk SF. I come by coach. See, see what organization he's part of. I was on his That's a bike bus. For the free muni, we should do just the transit riders. Which they do support. Yeah. But just. Just letting them know, you know. Informing that yeah. Can I You guys think it's like good? Yes. Good or bad? Good or bad? Just give it a Um. Then can I have a motion to approve this resolution? Motion to approve. Yes. Uh, moved by Commissioner Fong, seconded by Commissioner Lankins. Uh, is there any public comment? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, oh. I'll vote first. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, do um, you want that to have a No, I think sort of like on the same We could. Well. Yeah, I think it's okay. Okay. Because we sort of we already kind of mentioned that about how like like there's an urgent need for it. Can we do this by a voice vote? Yes. All in favor say aye. Aye. All against say no. Any abstentions? Can we have abstentions? Okay, the last one. We need for all you. Resolution urging the Mayor, Board of Supervisors, and the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency, SFMTA, to prioritize and allocate permanent funding for the free meeting for all youth FMFAY program, recognizing its vital role in fostering equitable access to transportation and supporting the educational and social development of San Francisco's youth. Whereas public transportation is the most efficient, equitable, and environmentally sustainable mode of transportation that allows for many people, especially you, to have equal access to opportunities and resources in the city. Whereas the 2019-20 Commission passed resolution number 1920-AL-14 Transportation Equity Freeway for All Youth, FMFAY, where they advocated that the freeway for low and moderate income programs suffer from a complex allocation process. And is not widely known, especially to people with limited interests and or people who don't easily access to the SFMTA offices at one South Dines app and or internet resources, and disproportionately for people who are Black, Indigenous, and or people of color. Whereas on August 15, 2021, the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency, SFMTA, with $2 million in funding included in Mayor Breed's fiscal year 2022 budget proposal expanded from the free muni for low and moderate income youth program, which started in 2013, and launched the one year pilot FMFAY program until August 14, 2022. And whereas on April 19, 2022, the SFMTA board of directors voted to approve their fiscal year 2023 2024 budget, which included $4.1 million to continue the free muni for all. 
Whereas the Center's been the Freedom Manager for All Youth Program has successfully operated since its inception, demonstrating a clear commitment to the enhanced public transportation to the need of such a stem and Whereas in 2014, San Francisco adopted a Vision Zero policy that committed the city to eliminate all traffic deaths on city streets by 2024 through initiatives including engineering safe streets, education about traffic safety, enforcement of traffic laws, and advocating for legislation, legalization of new tools including automated speed enforcement and. Whereas the SFMTA's transit first policy complies with this policy and complements San Francisco's Vision Zero policy as it prioritizes public transit, bicycling and walking on San Francisco streets, which shifts people out of their cars, significantly reducing the amount of private vehicles on the road and vehicle deaths and injuries by extension. Whereas the FM method, the Free Media for All Youth program encourages and integrates sustainable travel habits from an early age, thus aligning with SFMTA's transit first policy. Whereas early exposure to public transportation shapes future transit habits, as evidenced by a study published in the Journal of Planning, Education, and Research, which found that experiences with public transit during early life stages contribute to increased transit usage in adulthood and. Whereas data collected in July of 2021 by S78 considered that pre-meaning for youth program had 39,350 active users. It was approximately 72% of those eligible at the time. And whereas the current free many variety program drastically increased the accessibility and amount of youth using public transportation, receiving these surveys in January 2022, they reported 61% of youth utilizing the free many variety program did not participate in the previous free many for youth program. And whereas this long term behavioral shift towards public transportation, as identified in the study, can lead to reduced traffic congestion, lower carbon emissions, and a more environmentally sustainable future. And whereas the easy and equitable access to public transportation that FMFAY program provides is essential for San Francisco's young people to access, to access school, extracurricular activities, jobs, and other opportunities. And Whereas the provision of free transit proving this vital equity measure supporting low income families and reducing financial barriers to mobility. Whereas by permanently funding the Green Union for All Youth program, the city reaffirms its commitment to social equity, ensuring that all young residents have equitable access to public transportation for education, employment, and civic engagement. And resolved, the Youth Commission strongly urges the mayor, board of supervisors, and the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency to secure permanent funding for the free meeting for all youth and statewide program to guarantee its to guarantee its continued operation and accessibility for all youth in San Francisco and to include it in all future SFMTA based budgets and for the result the youth commission urges the SFMTs and collaborative local state federal officials to diversify SFMTs funding stream to ensure the FMFAY permanent program does not disproportionately affect the SFMTA budget and for the result, the Commission urges the Mayor and the Board of Supervisors to continue to promote the FMFAY program. And then, ask for the last, for the results. Yeah. For the result, this resolution be sent to. We need you guys to send it to last year. There was no resolution last year. It was sent. I don't know. Do we want to send it? Can we send it like to White House specifically? Yeah. Okay. So to wait, mayor, mayor, or supervisor, SFMTA. Should be like SFMTA and White House, I guess, for me. SFMTA. Do we should we just do to SFMTA SFMTA board directors? The board directors. Um. As you say, uh. Use transit rights and then parentheses twice. Also, walk us out, also by coalition. Because 
pense.
just so we can show that, especially as we go forward, especially as we start talking about DPPs. Um, but if you want to turn to this page on your thing, um, you can do the same thing as reading the resolution if folks on that popcorn read. Then we lost the honor first, the first highlighted <clears throat> portion. Um, the plain English description using new title format using additional uppercase letters touching exactly 12 point spacing arrow 12 point no more than 125 characters spaces and brackets should clearly state the purpose of the legislation as the legal title sometimes does not state Resolution approving using new legal title format using upper lowercase letters arrow 12 point exactly 24 point spacing bold begin with a resolution followed by the word ending with a a what a jerry. And um, I can take over. Uh, whereas the first letter of the first word of the statement following the whereas is capitalized, as thus the text is in upper and lowercase, and whereas use the same format for each whereas statement of fact, and whereas if reference is made to relating materials, agreement, exhibit, map, etc., not use the word attached, use the following wording. On file with the clerk of the Board of Supervisors in file number blank, 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 which is hereby declared to be part of this resolution, as if set fully for QAM. Whereas the last whereas statement ends with, now therefore be it, resolved that the first letter of the first word following the resolve is capitalized and the rest of text is And be it, resolved. That the first letter of the first word following further resolved is capitalized unless the text is in upper and lowercase, and be it further resolved that the last further resolved statement ends with a period. Okay. Does anyone have any questions for that portion of the resolution? Of like basically how it should be formatted? Any clarification? Wait, um, so on, on line 16, it's like, where is the last word statement ending with the colons, like, referring to the semicolon? Yeah. Okay, so you need this. Yes. The semicolons. Okay. Um, all right, so resolution writing, how to become a master writer. Um, so the basics of a resolution. Ask yourselves three questions. Uh, well, for this part, three is you know who who are you writing the resolution or who is writing the resolution. Um, this is really important because the main author of the resolution is called the sponsor. Um, it's kind of like the person sponsoring the, the legislation. Um, most resolutions have multiple sponsors just because it usually takes you know it takes a village, takes a few folks to really write you know from different perspectives, making sure that the resolution has multiple issues all combined within all that legislation. Um, and there's also, you know, if you're not a main sponsor, but let's say you're like, I'm adding my support on there. There's sometimes you're as like, oh, we have my name to support. Um, that's also called co-sponsoring. So um, if you want to co-sponsor resolution, usually it's people who didn't, like, let's say, write the official language, but they want to also be as like a strong supporter rather than just like someone who votes yes on it. So basically someone like, I want to help take this across the finish line. Uh, those are known as co-sponsors. Another, another basic is what? What is a resolution? Um, a resolution um, defined is uh, a resolution is a document that contains all the issues that a committee or a body wants to solve and the proposed solutions to that issue. Technically, the resolution should be called a draft resolution before it's voted on and then called a resolution after it's successfully passed. Um, it's more of like you know semantics in terms of language, but um, really the resolutions are you know kind of asked like what is the problem and what is the solution. Um, that's why there's whereas and therefores. Um, third is the when and where. Uh, so most resolution drafts are written in committee and then introduced to the board or in our case the full youth commission um, for adaptation and recommendation. Um, so, so that basically means you know. Usually, this you know, committees are kind of the starting grounds for putting this language together. Um, a lot of the edits, as you saw and participated in, were are usually happening in committee. It just gets more complicated in the full commission because it's a you know, it's a 
seven people, it becomes 17, and there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. So um, that's why it's always good to go back and forth in committee. Um, two other things to, to keep in mind is the why, and that is or probably one of the most important things is talking about, you know, what is the purpose of this resolution? What is the purpose of y'all coming together to put language to, you know, this document, and why are you advocating for it? Um, you know, all the, you know, it's going to say all the speeches, all the debate, negotiations, and teamwork is supposed to lead up to like a final product, and that's kind of what you can see a resolution as being. Um, and that the resolution is a majority of the committee agreeing on something and then passing it, and that the, uh, the co-sponsors were kind of be informally commended for building consensus on good ideas. Uh, you'll kind of see that as like the sponsors and co-sponsors are listed at the bottom of the resolution, just to like you know give credit, make sure that you know there is credit given where it is due. Um, and then lastly, other things to keep in mind is amendments, um, resolution draft being recommended back to committee, staff input, BOS not adapting. So for amendments, of course, as we saw again, amendments happen very often. Um, they can be very small grammatical uh, amendments, which are usually you can just pass and say like, that's more like a revision process where the staff goes over with the sponsors of the resolution. But there's also, um, Sometimes it gets sent back to committee. So let's say, um, let's say, I don't know, the notion on red, let's say there's a lot of people being like, oh, like this is, there's a lot of changes we gotta do. We gotta make sure that we're, you know, notion on red, but like let's say they, there's no agreement on where that should be. A situation could arise where they're like, okay, someone's gonna motion to send it back to committee. Um, and that's kind of like with changes or recommendations from the rest of the full commission. Um, it rarely happens on the Youth Commission, but I believe it has happened once or twice in the past year. So just in that case, you know, that's why it's always good to have all of the discussion, changes, and amendments happening in committee so that this doesn't have to go back and forth, um, which in the end wastes a lot of time um, since we only have a limited number of meetings that we come together and pass um, legislation. Um, staff input, of course, staff will recommended ideas and input, um, and just know that it is fully your decisions to include that or not. Um, we are here truly just to advise, to give support, and just say like, hey, this might be a good thing to know, like when you're listening to different organizations, or when you're saying like, oh, this, you know, should have another legislation, so we're, you know, asking Joy to like get language to put in there. So um, that's also important just because we have some more historical knowledge of working on the commission. And then, of course, the Board of Supervisors can also decide not to agree with some things. Um, there are times when we don't really hear back from the Board at all in terms of resolutions, but usually they'll, you know, either bring it up during, you know, your one-on-ones with your appointing officers, um, but if they don't, that's also a great opportunity to do that. So, like, let's say, you know, one of your supervisors or the mayor is like not saying anything on an issue. You could be like, hey, like I just wanted to bring up this idea. And the full commission, full commission passed it unanimously. Um, we would really like to hear like what are the next steps? Is there going to be support? How do we build change to actually make a difference? Uh, and how do we pass this legislation and listen to young people? Um, oh, what is that? No, no, no. We're continuing. Any questions on the basics of the rest of it? All right, so what is legislation? Um, so technically, legislation is any formal action by the Board of Supervisors, such as an ordinance, a resolution, or a motion. Um, resolution is a formal statement of a problem, situation, or issue, and the suggestion and argument about how to fix that problem or situation. Um, resolutions uh, are non-binding statements of policy and or statements that urge another legislative body to take action. Um, so that's the, one of the biggest differences is um, like a, a, residence, a, a resolution and an ordinance are very different pieces of legislation. Uh, resolution is basically saying this is the problem, this is what we want to fix, but it doesn't have any, you might be just having teeth in terms of like, this doesn't actually change like administrative code or city policy for any issue. It's just basically saying we all agree on this, or a majority of us agree on this. Uh, while as an ordinance, which we unfortunately don't have the power of doing at the Youth Commission, um, is setting new policy or changing policy that actually affects city departments, city agencies, and employees, um, and the elected leaders in our city. Um, 
the Board of Supervisors or other boards and commissions may adopt. Um, I don't know where that sentence is going. But um, anyways, the writing process for resolutions um, is one, identifying the issue, two, pre-writing and brainstorming, you know, language ideas. Uh, third is actually planning and logistics and seeing like what issues do we need to address? How can we implement all of our ideas to actually, you know, kind of flesh out into one singular argument, which is kind of like, I think we all know that the pedestrianization part of the resolution is you're like, this isn't really fitting in. So let's make it all within one, um, one document with one focus. Um, and then the research and data and logistics come in of like putting data and putting information. Um, I always like to encourage like whenever you're doing advocacy, if you take, you know, not only the data, but also like your personal experiences to kind of match up with that, but also can help, you know, especially lead some elected officials and your appointing officers to make those changes because they get to put you know, a face to the actual problem that you're asking them to solve. So um, there's that. And then the drafting and writing, and then lastly, revising, editing, and And then simply, um, a resolution is a description of a problem or situation that is then followed by a suggestion on how to correct it, or it might also be a statement or declaration as to the policy of a certain matter um, which in which to um, Resolution consists of two parts, which is the preamble, which is the descriptions or the whereas clauses, which is like basically all the whys, or, or no, actually that's, that's the what's. It's, it's, it's why the uh, But it's like the, the, what is the problem? And then the resolving clauses of our suggestions on how the mayor and the board of supervisors should solve those problems and support the cause. Um, and then, as you can see here, kind of the same thing as before, it's a template of what that resolution would look like. Um, I know y'all's looks a little different right now, but staff can help with that, and our leaders can help with Joy as well is just format the everything into the same thing just because the first office is like really on it with those things um their office really wants everything to be looking very the same when it comes up on their radar um and then one of the examples yeah we focused on this a few years ago um which was the social housing resolution um which looks the same but yeah in terms of resolution ideas, um, those are things you should think about is, you know, looking at the different issues, looking at different data, and then really contemplating what is the solution, what do we ask. They can also have different solutions in the same resolution, um, just so you know, say like, hey, these are, you know, you've got options. Because uh, sometimes, you know, the Board of Supervisors, the Mayor, might be like, yeah, we don't want those solutions, but giving them more ideas, more you know, kind of things to look through to help them make those decisions. But yeah, any questions? Any last comments, discussions? Okay. Um, I think that's it for the sharing portion. Also, I just totally forgot to do this in the beginning, but we have a guest today. Oh, uh, that's me. Yes, you wanted to introduce yourself. Okay, yeah. Um, my name is Mi. I'm the new SF Youth Commission. Uh, I'm kind of just floating around right now in different committees, seeing where um, I kind of want to be at. But yeah, I'm excited to be here. Had fun listening in. Yeah, and so you will be helping us uh, staff with a lot of like administrative work, planning work, but also like, again, like seeing how we can support you and what you want to do. So um, yeah, always looking for commissioners, and so we can always ask and reach out to me as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. There's any other updates? It's awesome. Um. Clerk, can you please call item number seven? Yes, item number seven is announcements, including community events. Commissioners, now is the time for any announcements. Clerk, can you please call item number eight? Yes, item number eight is adjourned. Evening, we are adjourned at 6.33. Thanks, y'all.
need to start. I have a question. 